What about me? What? I don't get one. You, you got, got one, one right there? I didn't see that. Well, Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the inventor of the yam, Mike Zamora. Hello there. Also with us, in-house, our producer himself, um, Rick Defer, the Taxi Man. Greetings, people of Earth. <laughs> and finally, of course, we have our incredibly awesome and wonderful intern, Bree the Intern. Welcome. Hi. Oh, or welcome back. Yay. Welcome back. I'm back, guys. <laughs> it is June 14th, 2015, and we are Beer Plus Three. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. The enthusiasm. The enthusiasm. Is everyone as hung over as me? It's like Actually 50 not. episodes. No, I drank two growlers I'm yesterday. to so. do this Jeez. shit again. <laughs> those two growlers, yes. The ones you're holding, sir. <laughs> I drank those because so, we stopped by Wander, and I had to get them. Yeah. So speaking of yams and neighbors... Yams. Yam. Yams and neighbors. Yam. I mean, it's summertime now. We all kind of feel in the effects of, of neighbors. Uh, yeah. Especially, you know, it's, it's so beautiful. Your neighbors get outside. And me, it's it, for this neighborhood, it's mostly just the kids. It sounds like they're murdering children all over the neighborhood. <laughs> That's just how children sound when oh, they... Uh, my kind of neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they come to murder children. So... Anyway, about your neighbor. Go about, ahead. About your neighbor. I, I love the recording <laughs> I you made. I really want to talk about him, to be honest. It's too late. <laughs> no, you, you mentioned a really noisy neighbor you used to have. Oh, I used to. Oh, it was just, it was, we, we, that was one of the reasons we were moving out, and uh, they were just obnoxiously loud country music all the time, blaring at, you know, the... You know, I used to um, I used to take that's, my... That's when you take a song like round and round and just play it over yeah. and over and over again in their direction. Well, I used to... That was... Um, I used to practice uh, playing my guitar back then, but I used to keep the amp turned really you want low. These, Brandon? So I used to play my guitar really quiet, and the amp I would keep yeah. very low, but then I decided uh, after a while of dealing with them and, and refusing to be then quiet... You decided, <laughs> fuck them. I actually used to go into our bedroom, which was above their living room, and I would put the amp face down nice. and crank it all the way up and just play for like an hour or so. Uh-huh. Just, just random noodling around, playing no Floyd. So whatever came to mind. Whatever right. came to mind. I was yeah. like, this is a, you know, it's going to be an hour long show for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the frustrating yeah. thing was they didn't seem to give a shit. They didn't care yeah. one bit. Well, some people can, some people don't. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. And, they, yeah, yeah. and it's mostly loud people like yeah. that. They just don't give a shit. Yeah. But that was one yeah. of the, we ended up moving out of there. And I'll, I'll never forget the, uh, the, the way our schedules were. We had to do most of our moving late at night and just had to go load things up and, and get things over to the new place at night. And I'll, I'll never forget coming down the stairs one night. We're being really quiet. The guy at the bottom of the stairs in this apartment, he opens up his door and he looks at me. He goes, could you guys keep it down out here? I was like, oh, my God, what? man, seriously, fuck you. And I, I looked at him, I go, you know, one of the reasons we're moving is because you guys are so loud all the time. He goes, yeah, but it's late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, oh, late. Come on, man, fuck you. 
No, he's just fucking. I, we did have a, a neighbor. Where was I? Don't remember. No, the vacuum lady was in San Francisco. The vacuum lady who would turn on her vacuum when you were done or while you were going at while it. While we were going at it, the vacuum would eventually come. Wait a on. minute, was that story on the podcast or was that before the podcast? Uh, that was that was a pre-podcast maybe, discussion. Maybe I'm sure it'll be re- at the end of this podcast. Okay, maybe yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, the, the the vacuum lady. But then there was the sex couple that we uh, the, the couple you would they, have sex they, with. It was like a challenge. It was this weird challenge. <laughs> Because every be time <laughs> they would have incredibly loud sex, my girlfriend was like, okay, let's do it. So we had to do the same. <laughs> Doing it on purpose? Just This was a- Bronwyn, Bronwyn Jones. Now it's, Hopefully that's, he doesn't listen to this podcast. That's yeah. competitive fucking? I, I don't get it. <laughs> like, How do you win? Who can go the longest or who's the loudest? I think it was the loudest. Yeah. It was really because they would get louder, we would get louder, or she would get louder. Yeah. I don't really yeah. get loud. So. It's kind of awkward when you when you hear that like in an apartment though. I okay. mean, when you hear like your neighbors going at it, or you you know even hear. I it like from loudness. The, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, are, you, are, are you a fan of the uh, hearing the neighbors going at it? it, it I don't mind. You know. it, it, masturbatory theater, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> the theater of the mind, as it were. Well, if the finish line, right? Eargasm. If the finish line is loudness, I mean, he kind of lacks the one tool in everybody's bag. Well, not everybody's bag, but the one thing you can go to to get like the most amount of noise, which is yeah. backdoor style. And I know he won't go there. No, but that that'd be the win every time, right? <laughs> Yeah. What did she start singing? Moon River, Moon yeah. River. <laughs> it's a Fletch reference. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> For those too young to have watched Fletch, they're actually remaking Fletch. I remember when they tried to remake Fletch with uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin, no, um, Lee, Jason Lee was supposed Jay- to be Fletch. Jason oh, Lee yeah, and Kevin yeah. Smith actually was on the the writing team or the directing team. It yeah. never it never panned it, out. No, yeah. it, it didn't come to fruition. I mean, it was green lighted for a little while and then shelved. But uh, they're actually going to do a Fletch hmm. with another actor. I don't remember who. I can't remember now. But uh, that should be interesting. I thought uh, Fletch was awesome. Back Tom then. Hardy, no doubt. Tom Hardy, probably he's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he could do comedy like like that though. Have you seen Bronson? Bronson, why does this keep coming? I know, maybe that needs to be our movie. That's a strange thing, we haven't come up with a movie. Not that Rick has time to watch well, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we keep... I miss- mean, the poor guy is worked to death every day, oh, and then yeah, he has to drive yeah, everybody yeah. everywhere. I mean, yeah, man, yeah, do you yeah. ever get a break? This is this is it? This, this is your break right here? Pretty much. I'm Being Rick the producer? <laughs> I'm kind of feeling like I just need to go in and intern for him. I mean, maybe even for free, just so that he has more time to dedicate go. towards the podcast. We could have a Rick Uber service. <laughs> right. Ooh. And his wife can just go, boop. Oh, i got to go pick up Rick's wife. <laughs> That would be awesome. And that would Rick be could awesome. Get some rest. Uh, Rick could sit back and watch a couple movies. Yeah, I could take a breather. Drink yeah. some beer. That'd be nice. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Why? And the rest of the world see it this way. You know, why, why doesn't your wife drive? No one's ever answered this question for she me. She doesn't know um, how to drive. Because yeah, my never learned. Actually, she does know how to drive. She's I've, never gotten her license. Um, it really comes down sense. to the town that we grew up in was so small that you literally could get by just fine without a driver's license. And yeah. so that was just really, she, she got around. And weirdly enough, the um, Aberdeen had a fantastic bus service. I mean, you could get anywhere at any time of day. Really? And it would go really, really late. Bellingham's finally caught up with that. But when we first moved here, Bellingham sucks, the Bellingham right. buses were awful when we first got here. It was well, like they were still better than Seattle, still. though. Just yeah. throwing that one out there, too. How I are just, they better than Seattle? I don't, I don't understand it. They're on time. <laughs> and they come every 15 minutes. Yeah, but in Seattle, they come every 15 minutes. No. I they may up, not be on time, I, but I, they come every 15 minutes. I, I grew up in Seattle, so... I grew up in Seattle, uh, too. Uh, no, you know, they are not on time, ever. have been in ever. the wrong neighborhood. 
My neighborhood was bus dependent. They, they came on, maybe not necessarily on time, but every fifteen minutes. <laughs> your neighbor, your neighborhood. I'm sure the bus. I could see in a city like that that yeah, buses might get a little behind. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the construction. The more construction, it's, and the worse it got. Yeah. Yeah. I just rode the bus in Bellingham recently. Actually, yeah, in Mexico was, um, City, they don't have a time. You just flag them down, and they will cut across fifteen lanes of traffic <laughs> to get to you. <laughs> And then nine times out of ten, you have to wedge your way in or hang out the side. Yeah, that's funny. And they're called combis, mm-hmm. and basically they just take like these buses yeah. and paint them red or not red. What is it? Uh, green and white. Mm-hmm. And boom, there's your combi. Interesting. And they they come and in San Francisco so they like- were always on time, but they were I don't know what about them did it, but it shook the building we lived in every time the bus would go by. Weird. It was very weird. Yeah, I rode the Bellingham bus just um, a couple weeks ago for the first time in years. What did you do that? Um, I needed to go. It was a mix-up between. Yeah, it had to do with us, you know, only having one car and. Oh, your daughter had the car. I had to go get the car, but it wasn't that big of a deal. But um, I was kind of shocked because the buses are actually really nice. Yeah. Compared to what they were like in the '90s, I remember riding the buses in the '90s, and they sucked. I mean, they were just nasty and dirty and gross. And this this was like comfortable seat. Was, you you didn't have the smelly guy on the bus. Last time I was on the yeah. bus, all I could smell was dirty diaper the whole way. Oh really? No, this was um everybody <laughs> on the bus. Was, yeah. You mean it was an old guy the... with a diaper? And no, it was a, <laughs> no, it was it was a, a young parents. They were mm. what, what are these these people called? The juggalos, young juggalo parents oh, who had not changed the baby's diaper. Oh oh, was was the mom? They're just blonde? keeping it real. Was right. the mom blonde and kind of short and a little bit on the big side? And the and the, and the guy they're like juggalos. Tall and they're all a little bit on the big no, side. No 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 no, because I actually <laughs> think I know who he's referencing. Because I used to watch. I so when I was working um, with development disabilities, I'd take my client to work at the bus station, and so I got to see all of the people who took transit. And there was some. I used to write like the bus station diaries, like just like Facebook texts about what's going on in the bus station. Because God, every day was an adventure, and there was this young teenage juggalo couple with an older child and a brand new baby and they would abandon their children to go smoke across the street at everyday music and oh. leave everyone in the bus station to watch their children yeah Jeez. you know i mean i gotta be honest and, and and maybe that's just part of my my elitist attitude but when i see juggalos all i see is like dirt <laughs> drugs dirt. Uh, you know like, that sounds like it might be a, a, a reasonable description. It was probably them, but you know, in my mind, all I see is dirt bag. Like you, I, I'm thinking like Pigpen from Charlie Brown. Where yeah, you just see a like cloud, cloud, cloud. cloud. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. And 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 you know, it's probably just my bad attitude. I mean, you know, I mean they're humans. Yeah, <laughs> barely. <laughs> Mostly, they're, they're they're actually above the people that go to uh, Coachella. So yeah. There's a documentary online, and you can watch it for free. It's like a 20-minute, 25-minute long documentary made by this um, an amateur filmmaker, actually. is called American Juggalo. And if you ever want a really good insight, all he did was basically just went to one of the... Uh, the Gathering. Yeah, yeah, that's but, uh, what I was yeah. trying to remember. What it was gathering called. of the Juggalos. Yeah. yeah. Coming up. yeah. And he just wandered around. And they have around. a 20-minute video yeah. Of, like the future thing, it's hilarious. Yeah. You just need to watch it. But he just he just wandered around, just wanted to <laughs> genuinely wanted to get to know who it is that shows up at these things, and it is the it's it's like it basically it's it's the it's the car wreck of a documentary where you just you can't stop watching this and you're like oh my god I can't believe this exists. Maybe that'll have to be our next movie. Yeah, yeah, actually. And then there's some outtakes. I'm he, not he, usually he put fond out. of documentaries because they're way too. This is uh this is what good. Is this is good stuff. Um, he he gets in there and actually talks to people and 
And he's not like condescending or being sort of snotty about it. He just just goes in and goes, "Hey, what you know? What is it about this place? What is it that you dig about? What's this? the attraction?" And he just lets them have their say. And the fact, I, it's it's really weird. You come away from it feeling dirty and gross, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's it's enlightening because you actually do get a really good insight into what what draws those people to coming to that kind of an event and why they're so into it. And it's um. But, but, but what it's was it? Why? What, who are these people? They're just like suburban white kids. That I, just want to be just. I don't want to be too insulting about it because it's 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 a very good documentary to watch without being biased ahead they're, of time. They're, they're, are they Chris, are they uh, uh, kid rock fans? That, yeah. Or were mad that he sold out? <laughs> no, I would actually. I'd say just generally losers. You know. Yeah. But um, but, but I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to give it away. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to use that without being too. Oh, and I'd like to hear sounding. what your slant is because I already. I, I've got Sir, an idea. You always sound judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got an idea in my head about. I I, I would say why they why they flock to it. And what is that? It it's the acceptance, right? You can be whatever. Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. It, you that's know a you, big, can, that's you a big part you can of it. be as as uh, you know. I mean you can have the problems of the world. You know yeah. you don't have to be cool to be a juggalo. They're gonna accept whoever wants to come, which you yeah. know is a pretty big deal. And, and you know family and community and and you know yeah. I I like that aspect of it, but at the same time, it doesn't force them to elevate themselves in the least. Yeah. But uh, you know I could see where you know they'll take anybody, and you know I've I've known some people that you know. Would fit in with the Juggalos or have fit in with the Juggalos, and you yeah. know, I mean, that you need a place to go, they're going to take you. I well, I'm, I say the word, yeah, and that's that's the other side of that. When I say that they're losers, and I'm I'm trying to use that term without being like sounding like I'm insulting them. I just mean people who are generally really. You're not, not trying to insult somebody no, and by no, no, calling no. them I'm, a loser. I'm trying to use that term <laughs> as generically as I can, just like people who aren't getting a lot out of life. You know, they're not they're not educated. They don't have great jobs. It's just like everything sucks, right. kind of. and so that's where they go. And I think that's like they, they they all accept each other, and that's just like the the one time in in the in their entire life where they can be you know they can wander around in a in a huge mass of people, and 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 it's fine. Right. Nobody's looking at you like you're you're some kind of punk asshole, you know. And I think I I think that's a beautiful thing. It's, it's just a club. It's yeah, it's fine. I it's mean, I but. At the same time, you know, if, if if you're in that scene, I mean, where's the challenge to, where's the challenge to bring yourself up to elevate to do anything Ooh, yeah. different? I mean, yeah. you, can, okay. you can be maybe satisfied. There, maybe that there be. is something in the juggalo, like a hierarchy juggalo population. Like, who can be the best juggalo? We need to watch this movie now. <laughs> I, I it's really good. The word I have really watched. Weird, I've watched this video like probably a good dozen times because, like I said, it's like a it's a car wreck <laughs> type of. I, I'm serious. I'll occasionally I'll just go. God, I want to watch that thing again. And I just sit back and watch it, and it's and it's like it is. It's like American you, you get to pass. I've heard of it. Yeah, okay. you get to pass the car rack again, yeah. and it's just amazing. Some of the things Look that the people are doing or saying, you know, they've they've got them on film doing all kinds of drugs and right. Just you know, they're just they don't give a shit. It's just this is what we're well, doing. Yeah, and, it's, and it's screw like it. anything like that. Yeah. I mean, there's the the people that go to Coachella. There's people that go to the. I mean, I'm sure there's like a Rush fan yeah. group that does shit like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. there's groups that just do that because you know it's nice to belong. I mean, the, I, the one I, I just went to gay clubs in the '90s; and they just <laughs> accepted me. So imagine that. The one part of that documentary that really just always stuck in my head was the, uh, and this is in the outtakes. He he put out a. Uh, this was so popular, he put out like a 10, 15 minutes worth of outtakes that he didn't put in, and uh, the, uh, the outtakes that he didn't put in. Um, <laughs> I just want to emphasize. I put it in. I just want to emphasize. They were outtakes that did, did not make it not? into the thing. 
So, um, but no, there was like a. So like, we, let me get this straight. He yes. took out. They were parts. Yes, and then put them back in, and then he put them oh, into their amazing. own thing. No, um, I wonder if there were outtakes from the outtakes. Yeah, All right. Yeah, it's like a. Well, you know, I mean, every DVD's got the outtake section. This was this was the outtakes that didn't even make it to the outtake yeah. section. But there's a but girl. This is the outback sure. takes. There's a girl walking around who's got like a banner across her, and she's it says Mrs. Miss Juggalo. Mrs. Uh-huh. Mrs. Juggalo. Was she topless? <laughs> Miss Juggalo. Uh, she not in that. Was part. she made up? Were all do but, all of them do the makeup? Uh, a lot of them do, yeah, yeah. Do, but not all of them. Not all of them. No. All of them are it's, it's in black. It's usually like it's yeah. usually like for special events or occasions or whatnot. So. I've got a few friends who grew up being with as juggalos, and right. they would only paint their faces when they were going out to do juggalo related activities. I, I, I never grew up with the insane clown posse or anything like that, so I always assumed they were like the emo kids, no. like an offshoot no. of emo. No, you could, absolutely yeah, I, not. Really different. Mm-mm. That's I had the same impression until I watched this. Until I watched this uh, documentary. Oh, okay. But yeah, anyway, the girl I was mentioning, she was she was like he he walks up to her and goes, "Hey, what's that all about? What are you Miss Miss Juggalo?" And she goes, "Yeah, I, I was just know. awarded Maybe the Miss email. Juggalo. I just won the Miss Juggalo contest that they had over on one of the stages." And he goes, "Well, what'd you have to do to win?" She goes, "Well, uh, you just had to outdo all the other girls on stage and outdo what? Yeah, I know." And, she, and he goes, "Well, what did you do?" And she goes, "Well, I just uh, I squirted on stage for everybody. That's a win." And he's like. What the, the guy even he uh, goes? What is, What do you mean by squirting? You mean what? Did you know that squirting's been found to not be real? It's actually pee. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, there's no female ejaculate. Um, I don't know how many women you've been with, but I think that point could be argued. <laughs> but if you have, you seriously, can, you can talk about it. On I the would done. still bathe I in it. it. I will find it for you if you want. I would uh, bathe in it. I, I have I have seen <laughs> such study. I have read such study and have done my own studies. I I've actually think collected we talked it about this once on the podcast yeah. a long time ago. It, um, and I'll go that sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we okay. had that conversation a while ago on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, we won't recover it for the intern who probably hasn't listened to all the episodes. Oh, come on. Yeah. You don't want to revisit this yeah, one? She doesn't listen to us. <laughs> no respectable woman listens to us. So what are we drinking again? This is the... Uh, what does that say? This is... Jeff. Well, and that's that's where oh, I got my, my intro bit says. from yeah. was we are drinking Iron Fist from... Uh, it has an awesome name and it, it tastes delicious. It, it does. And, I've actually uh, moved on to the... Uh, Raven, Raven. I, IPA, Black Raven. Yeah, the Trickster Ooh. IPA, which is a good one. Oh, but uh, what what uh, Rick and I are finishing up is the Armored Fist, not Iron Fist, Armored Fist, Armored Fist, Armored Fist from Boneyard Brewing out of Bend, Shit. Oregon. Again, another brewery out of Bend. Surprise, surprise. But this is a collaboration with Three Floyds out of Chicago. Three Floyds has got you know infamous. Yeah, they're. Quite yeah. famous. They are quite yeah. famous. We're you know we just can't get any three Floyds around here, but we get some of their collaboration brews. You know, so yeah. this is a CDA. I found it to be pretty delicious. I you know the only thing I would say about it is it's it's uh, just going to blow your taste buds out. It's uh, yeah, yep, it's, it's very very strong. It's going to linger. Uh, lots of roasted caramelized notes. Yeah. Um, I, so when I when it's I a little sweeter it, than most that we've I've had. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so used to you guys always building up toward. We're going to start with something wimpy and and weak. And I I took a sip of this. I like, oh shit! Yeah. It's like I'm on. It's like Black Friday. Well, then no, normally the 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 beer DJ wouldn't pour in that direction. But as there was no other beer here, <laughs> hey, I had the Belgian blonde from Wander. Oh, which you've already had on the podcast, right? But, and I will bring out. But that's a whenever. that's. I, admit, I would give one of the that, few blondes I actually like. Yeah. yeah. 
Actually, I was mm-hmm. drinking the common yesterday. The I really like their too. California common. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the that that California ale very much. Me neither. Uh, I don't, but theirs is actually good because we went to we went to Bayou mm-hmm. and just to have like a little appetizer and a couple of drinks. I had three drinks and an appetizer, um, but uh, um, I was drinking the common and it was delicious. Absolutely delicious. Yeah, they yeah. did a really good job of really giving their lighter beers some body. Cause I don't, I don't generally like anything lighter than an amber, but I will drink their blonde yeah. and their common all day long. Well, the un- the uncommon right. common was like their first beer to win an award. It was like you know where they mm-hmm. kind of their big coming out was the uncommon common, and I, I remember you know they had like a brew off from all the Bellingham breweries, and that that one. And I remember mm. that was actually one of the first beers I had from Wander, and it wasn't my style of beer, so I didn't really enjoy it. But it sounds to me like it's a, a beer that we need to revisit. So why don't we do that in the near future? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Maybe the next podcast. We'll get idea. some of their uh, beers that um, I've actually never had. Their uh, I think it's Lost Dog or Pilsner. Dog Lost, really or good. Like yeah. And it's it's a lager. Mm-hmm. I generally don't like lagers, Neither but do I. you know what? After having this uh, uncommon common, it's really uncommon. Again, I, I don't really like light beers. Don't like lagers. Love theirs. Like it's mm-hmm. it's gotten to the point where I'm like, Wander in my eyes can't really do wrong at this yeah, point. They're yeah, they're the they're yeah. the like, anti Aslan. They're so. they're getting me. To, I'm drinking <laughs> beers I don't normally like, so that says a lot because I am. Freaking picky about what I put what? in. Are you yeah. handing me this to I'm, finish it off? I'm quite picky when yeah. it comes to drinks that mm-hmm. I put in my glass. Okay. Oh, I, I just handed sure. I just handed Rick my beer. You know, I mean, we had a conversation before he w- he was here about uh, you know, and I don't usually like to air my dirty laundry on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> really. <laughs> Actually, that's a bump-a-dump-bump. Bump-a-dump-bump-bump. But I actually have quite a bit of work to do today. Uh, oh. My washing machine broke. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> so I'm, uh, after the podcast, I've got to spend the day shopping for a laundry machine, and then I've got some home repairs to do after a bit it's of a, re- a Hulkster moment last night at the house. Hulkster moment. Oh, What's dirty that? laundry. I get it now. Wow. So I want to make sure I don't have a hangover after the podcast. Yeah. What's a Hulkster moment? A Hulkster moment? We get they, that, that they had a knockdown. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was. It Just was... want to make sure. Well, you know, what in our bathroom. If you walk into my bathroom, there, 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 there used to be a hole, but now there's this section that was been nicely paved over and as <laughs> now the as, as, as primer gray. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just combining this in with my head with his uh, story of uh, you know writing on the mirror, and I'm thinking, what the hell did you do? <laughs> Oops! There's a so, waist level hole in the wall. For he's some the man in the mirror. <laughs> the Hulkster moment had nothing to do with the broken laundry machine that I was up until one o'clock trying to diagnose and repair. Yeah, um, there was lots of googling going on. I said. Yeah, that's yeah. you. But you know, if you get on Google, you can fix your washing machine. Yeah. I don't know oh why yeah. No. Right. YouTube it, too. It, they it, show you step by step. It, you know, I had the thing completely apart, and it was just you know I found the part that was broken and they clearly say if this part is broken don't bother trying to fix it you're pretty much done but you know i had to get it all apart and in pieces to and and diagnosing every little individual part before realizing okay this thing is is done that's one thing you got to love about the internet in general i mean i know it's in uh, it guys go to but you know a lot of people don't know that you can just google something and it'll show you how to replace it or yeah. tell you how to replace it, or well, that, tell you how to fix it. It'll show you, but a lot of times, where you're going to get hung up with that kind of stuff is the tools involved to to do the work. Sometimes require a little special Absolutely. knowledge, and then sometimes, you know, I've found instructions where the people talking assume that you know all the lingo, and they'll tell you, you know, they'll say, "Well, you want to do, you know, this part." Yeah, but you can simply like, Google the lingo. I know, that's but that's too much googling. I want to. I fucking fix hate it. wiki, and I don't want to go there. <laughs> That's why people, when they always say, oh, yeah, I could be an IT guy if I just Google everything. 
No, I mean no. obviously there's more to it like that than that, but that's that is something that that IT guys know to do that yeah. most people don't. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's how I fix my wife's computer. Yeah. Um, I Google um, her for some reason after I changed the the, the thing. Yeah. Oh no, it was after a Windows update. Imagine that. Mm. Uh, she couldn't get on the internet. She could contact the uh, network, the mm-hmm. wireless network, yeah. but it wouldn't let her on the internet. Here's what I had to do. I went through and did like 15 things that all these people did, and really all I did was just update the firmware on her uh, wireless yeah. card. That's, yeah. that's really all I did, and it worked like that. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. Okay. Updating computers. It's always fun when an update on a computer actually breaks things. Oh, it's even better when it's a server. <laughs> it's not when you have a whole building full of people waiting on you, that's, yeah, well, yeah that's that was fun. that was my recent experience with a Windows update for Server two thousand and three. Uh, would just not boot after the Windows update. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me, I was able to Google the proper answer and could get it to a command a, line and remove the remove the files that needed to be removed and get them going again. But, as a security uh, feature, Microsoft is disabling booting technology right. in this update. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need to boot. We're, th- we're thinking if you don't boot your computer up, you can't get viruses. So right. it's a good security <laughs> yeah. measure. Just imagine the guy with the thing. And that's the, and that's, that's the fundamental difference between an Apple's PC and a Windows PC. Mm-hmm. You know, is that, that one piece of logic where it's like, if it doesn't boot, it's not vulnerable to anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Very nice, sir. Those Apple, yeah. Apple guys are really behind the curve that way. Oh, yeah. We're, we'll figure it out at some point. Yeah. Here. Usually, you know, it's a hit or miss there. Yeah. So I ran across an interesting article in the Washington Post this week. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. It uh, has the headline, Why Americans Have Such Bad Taste in Beer. Really? Which I thought was interesting. I thought it was just going to be like an article full of just just ranking on, you know, why Americans taste in beer suck. Maybe so Americans, bad. they don't live in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it could be that, that Americans' taste be. in beer is actually getting better. Because I was at Costco, yeah. which is not nor normally the place where you're going to go find good beer. But they had all kinds of good beer all the way down the aisle, and it was all Elysian. Yeah. And I go, oh, Budweiser, well, Elysian. But at least, I mean, you know, if you're going to live in a world full of Budweiser, you know, beer from Budweiser, it's, you know, may as well be that. You might as well be, do, you, yeah. do you think that, uh, the reason, like, Budweiser or uh, what are they called, InBev, um, yeah. are really buying up all these breweries and everything is because they realize that less and less people are drinking Budweiser and Rainier and, you know. No Absolutely. doubt. I mean, as long as there's hipsters, people are going to drink that crap. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Well, I had two articles I was going to bring up today. One of them is the other one is uh, why why big beer is struggling in the age of craft beer. And there's the interesting thing in that article is that um, the beer market actually shrunk last year, but the craft beer market in- increased 11%, which yeah. is crazy. And if you're at a big beer company, that's time. That's like red flag time. That's like we're yeah. in, we're in trouble. And uh, that's why I here. assume uh, these companies like Budweiser yeah. or Anheuser-Busch are buying out these other I just I just hope and we've talked about this before, but I just hope like hell that they've got the wisdom to leave it alone and not try to shoehorn these companies into their way of doing things, you know. I mean, I, I mean, would be fine with buying Elysian if they just leave them alone. Right. It's like I don't care if my money is going to support, you know, but InBev or whatever. But it's just, just leave them alone. Let them do their own thing. Let them be their own little autonomous division of your company doing their own thing. And you can continue to make your water-flavored beer or whatever. <laughs> That's what I call it. Well, yeah. and I'll try to keep love the faith. Loving a canoe but... beer. Loving a canoe beer. Yeah. It's fucking near water, yeah. for those that didn't know that. You know, I think the fact that the, the uh, one of the, the prime partners of Elysian has since 
since the InBev move walked away from Elysian altogether and oh, just gotten yeah, out of it, yeah. I think it's kind of the indicator that things weren't going the way he thought they might yeah, go. God. Um, you know, it, I it's just, funny whenever a corporation is taken over, you know, takes over another entity. Yeah. They always say right out the gate, oh, no, nothing's going to change. We're all good. And yeah. then all of a sudden, the entire managerial staff disappears. Yeah. You know, and it, it's exactly like that. The no problem with that happens. is that... It, I've had that happen twice. Even if, the, even if the parent company doesn't... It literally means what they say, that they're not going to change things. It's how do you combat within that little company like Elysian? How do you combat all the employees thinking, great, we work for this company that... You know, half the people who work there probably are working there because they hate that fucking company. Right. And all of a sudden, now they're working for those guys. You could just see a wave of, you know, just it suddenly, you know, half the employees will leave. Half of them will be like, I don't even give a shit anymore because I'm working for this company that I hate. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could just, regardless of whether they mean to change them or not, something's going to change. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's and we might end up with one, a plus one brewery, right? Because this, <laughs> this 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 owner has walked away. Yeah, he could probably handpick a number of his staff to follow him. And how much yeah. you know? How who's how coming much, with me? Yeah, exactly. How, <laughs> how long does it take to set up a brewery? You know, even if he has to start out very small, uh, like uh, you, the you, notoriety, notoriety. Uh, I can't say the right. Being known in the beer world already through Elysian is gonna up his ante. Yeah, yeah I mean, it it, it'll be like, you know, we've got the Crux beer out of Bend. You know, that was the head brewer from Deschutes. And I'm not naysaying Deschutes in any sort of manner, but when the head, head, head brewer of Deschutes walks away from Deschutes and opens up Crux, yeah. everything I've had out of Crux has been, well, except for the double IPA. The double IPA <laughs> could use a little bit more. But everything else has been fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, now we just got, you know, Deschutes still pumping out the same great beer, and we've got Crux pumping out great beer. Yeah. So we just have two breweries now pumping yeah. out really good beer. Yeah. It's not a loss. Right. It's not right. a loss. And, and if Elysian is able to somehow maintain that same level and we get another brewery out of this guy, it's a win for us. Sure. No complaints here. Yeah. So, okay, so the second beer. Have you tried this, uh, the Black Raven? Uh, we've had the Black Raven on the podcast before. So, yeah, have we? I'm, Maybe not. I don't remember. Okay. This is the Black Raven, Black Raven, out of Redmond, Trickster, Washington. Redmond, Washington. Uh, Trickster India Pale Ale. Um, it's in there. I don't think I've ever had this though. No, um, maybe maybe really? we haven't. I, I've had it before, but maybe it wasn't yeah. on the podcast. I like we, it a lot. We seek out Black Raven mm-hmm. now yeah. at our home. Mm-hmm. This is this is good stuff. Uh, they, had, they had one that I. It was like a double or triple IPA that they had. Mm-hmm. I ended up with it. I don't know. And I drank it not knowing exactly what it was. And now I have never been able to find it since. It was very similar to this bottle here. Yeah. It, it, except it was called the Son of Raven or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's really good. It is really good. Higgins carries really it, I believe. Uh, where is Black Raven out of? Redmond. I know. It sounds like wow. a... Uh, uh, Finally, something good comes out of Redmond, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not a dick to anybody in particular on no, your Facebook group. No, 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 group. no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Your, your Facebook group. Nice Maybe mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and I think I think Black Raven, uh, we went to uh, the DTF restaurant in Bellevue uh, when we were on our little sojourn. What's the DTF restaurant? D, uh, Din Tai Fung. What? Down to fuck. But no, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a Chinese restaurant in Bellevue that's just kind of this worldwide chain called uh, Din Tai Fung. And it it they had a Black Raven beer that was crafted for them. I don't awesome. know what and I don't know what funking is, but I'm not letting you do it to me. Yeah, food was fantastic. I just wanted to say it again. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't typhoon? Yeah, look at you go! Wow, international. Ni hao, Kailan. Yeah. <laughs> 
And they had a logger that they had they had a logger that was built for their their menu, and it was mm-hmm. it was a pretty decent logger. It was still mm-hmm. a logger, but it went well with the food, and the food was fucking fantastic. That's, that's the thing. I mean, a yeah. logger or a pilsner, if it goes well with what you're eating, yeah. if you can pair it, absolutely, right. absolutely. I mean, I uh, mentioned I went to buy you the yesterday. Yeah. I had their Bloody Mary. They they gave me a pilsner with it. Like they give always give you a pilsner back. Yeah. yeah. Like their lightest beer. Yeah. It was perfect with what I was drinking. What was it though? Do you remember I what it was? I don't know, but oh, it was okay. absolutely delicious. Yeah. Okay. Is the only that I tried? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, speaking of pilsners, I asked yeah. Speaking of pilsners, we can go back to the. Uh, Did we ever figure out what uh, why Americans hate good beer? Well, I, I read the article thinking it was just going to be your typical kind of opinion piece about you know slamming Americans for having such shitty taste. But what the guy actually did is he looked into the history of how we got where we are in America mm-hmm. with our with our general taste in beer. That's right. And the interesting thing is he can trace it back to prohibition and the temperance movement, and that loggers and pilsners tend to have less alcohol. And so if you have a society where you know, you have um, a sort of a guilt associated with drinking too much alcohol. The preference for the beer is going to go that direction. You get a Utah two percenter law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, well, one of the things that, that actually brought about uh, the prohibition was around the turn of the century. Yeah. Um, distilleries and breweries, um, the technology became better to be able to uh, keep a beer or a uh, a, a a liquor yeah. and and make it even stronger. Yeah, they were able to make these things stronger, and the stronger they got, people were still drinking just as much. Yeah, and of course, it it resulted in you know lots of wife beating. It resulted in lots of crime. It resulted in lots of uh, drunken you know public and Dunkin public or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, but uh, a punk punk in Dublin. Um, but uh, um, that's one of the reasons, and of course, uh, there was a large women's movement back yeah. then to oh, yeah, stop yeah. all this. Yeah, and that's well, yeah, I mean, how we it, ended up with prohibition, and now that actually makes sense. Yeah, what, what you're saying, and it's easy to look back on yeah. that and get kind of judgmental about it. But there was there was a lot of social issues associated Absolutely. with alcohol back then that they hadn't quite figured out, and um, you know, it's, mainly it was, only in this country, it's kind of a necessary right. evil. But um, one of the interesting things, though, is that the uh, it does kind of come from from religion and, and oh, yeah. religious well, points of view about country. Yeah. yeah, and so it's weird. You can actually trace back America's shitty taste in beer back to religion. Damn it, Jesus! And I, yeah, I know. And I'm thinking once again, what would Jesus do? Jesus can fuck off. That's what Jesus. Jesus can would do. make wine. He fuck beer. Once again, one of the things that sucks about the United States can be traced back to God. Way to go, dude! Yeah, way to go, religion. <laughs> Thank you again. Well, the other thing is too that. Um, after prohibition, um, I guess beer, you know, beer takes, I guess, from what I'm reading in the article, it takes a lot more skill to make good beer mm-hmm. than Absolutely. just uh, any general sort of spirits or, or any kind of alcohol. Yeah. And so the, the skills required for that, it, it picked up a lot more slowly. And so people went to hard alcohol versus beer. So there just wasn't a demand, and it never quite took off the way... You know, so it just mm-hmm. never there was never a demand to develop better better beer and 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 more interesting beer. So it just kind of languished, and we, that's huh. what we have today is a whole generation mm-hmm. of people who just you know who and they, they that believe that's really beer, and when you, all they're drinking is 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 water flavored beer. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Um, it's it's somewhere in the article they talk about the uh, the four most popular beers, which to me it it almost sounded like a fucking onion article. 
And it was like the uh, the Bud Light is the best selling beer in the country. Yeah, which, that makes sense. Eh, wrong answer. I think I just got a little bit of a headache right well, here. We like also a, it, when it comes to like Bud and those lighter beers, we also have a huge population down south where light beers, the lighter the better because yeah. it's so hot. So it tastes shitty, but it's cold and watery. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe that's a good I'm point. Try, I'm trying to rationalize. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you, yeah, go to, yeah. you go to places like Mexico, of course, they don't, they don't drink They drink a ton of beer, but um, they, they don't drink light beer. There's no light beer down there. Yeah. Really? They... they, they what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know what they, they're uh, starting to have, but, and I want to go. So they're light, actually light there's a beer. huge craft beer thing, but like, and it's hot as fuck in Mexico. Yeah, but they they don't really have the light beers per se. They drink, of course, lagers, like much yeah. like they do here. Yeah, but well, maybe maybe you want a light beer. Like if you're going to drink at lunchtime because it's so damn hot. Yeah, maybe you don't want to get toasted. You know, yeah, yeah, you know that's true. We used to have much cheap. beer when then we then have went to a lunch. fucking mm-hmm. root beer. Have that then. That's what you want. But then the you sugars, don't want the sugars. Now, yeah. yeah. I mean, we got we have a we have a <laughs> it, we have this chunk of the country that's it, that's beer. economically so poorly off, like below that poverty line. That when they want to drink, they want something light, and they can't afford anything. They can't afford the eight, nine, ten dollar six pack. I mean, and so they drink Ice House. I've had some of those. I don't think I've actually ever tried Ice House just for the sake of my own self. My neighbor will often. <laughs> if my neighbor sees nice. me outside working hard and sweating, he's, I've got such a great neighbor, he'll just bring me a beer. Yeah, his yeah. neighbor's awesome, actually. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's been Ice House a few times. And holy shit, it's like 9 or 10%. It's fortified. <laughs> he comes oh, out, that's a mall He comes, out, yeah. he comes out and says, I'm giving you this beer, but please don't walk around naked later, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. God he's just trying sake. to get, or he's really attracted to Mike, uh, and he really wants to get him drunk, <laughs> right? And get him naked. Oh, I think we've had this discussion mm-hmm. before too. Basically, my, my uh, neighbor could swing either way. I think, but you know, I mean, there's a language barrier there. I don't speak Indian, and oh, his oh, English ain't so great. Oh, okay. But we do exchange beers. <laughs> I want a neighbor nice. that exchanges beers cool, with me. That's cool, though. Man. But yeah, the other yeah. the uh, the other ones are Coors Light is the second most popular, and of course. Budweiser is the third, and Miller Light is the fourth. So yeah, of the they're four all most, I know there are yeah. light beers. They're light three beers, of the and four. they're also more readily available. Like there's those are the beers cheap. in gas stations and grocery stores. What, what is an eighteen pack? Basically, costs as much as a six pack. I would buy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I buy a six pack for what eight ninety nine. Yeah, but you're nine ninety nine. They can buy an 18-pack for it. And that's the funny thing is that I think a lot of these people that are buying these beers, yeah. flavor aside, I think they think the more the merrier. Yeah, they think, like, actually. There, there's actually, yeah, it's like half the alcohol of what I'm buying. But when I buy a six-pack, that alcohol is is, is yeah. more than your 18-pack. They, they, they mentioned that in the article, that there's like a, the, an American tendency to... Value quantity, quantity over quality. quality. It's oh, absolutely. A, so that's absolutely. also contributing. It's why we have Walmart? Yeah. Well, no, it's Costco. A, it's, it's an o, it's an OCB Costco. mentality. What's that? Uh, old country buffet mentality. <laughs> nice. Oh, yes. no. Very good. That was that. That, that is was, no. Old country, I think we got our title of the podcast: Old Country <laughs> Buffet Mentality. Oh, look at you go. But that, that's pretty. That. that is pretty typical. Uh, more, more. You know, the more you get, that's you know. We've got a nation built around getting more for your buck, and you know, yeah. you, you know, people are buying in quantity and you know, not quality. It doesn't come to to, to mind. So, yeah. I just think it's interesting that the whole that the whole you know the state that we're in now with with our beer um, 
preferences it really comes from a religious and background as well as the temperance stuff. It's just weird yeah. that uh, it evolved into that. Well, it'd be interesting to to, to see where this goes. Uh, you know, I, I know uh, state by state, we you know we're starting to get some marijuana laws changing, and I'm wondering how much that has to do with those numbers you were talking about, as far as some of the numbers sliding. I mean, how many people are just going to switch to smoking weed over drinking beers? Oh, I yeah. bet. I yeah. bet there's probably a large swath of the population that actually might. Yeah, do that. I think I don't think the beer is not going to sell. Like even the shitty beer that you just mentioned, the top four. Yeah, um, I don't think I think that's still going to sell. They may sell a little less, but I think I think there's going to be a large swath of the population that would actually switch over to smoking weed instead. It's yeah, better on the liver for sure. Yeah, fewer, fewer fist fights. Yeah. Fuck my liver. Yeah. Fuck it all the way. I mean, and think of the, think of the boom the snack industry is going to have. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a win win. Freaking Lay's potato chips is going to just going to skyrocket. In fact, maybe I'll start investing in their stock. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> well, listen, that's how the like, the Seattle Police Department during Hempfest was able to like promote safety. Was they started handing out bags of Doritos to the people who were attending with little safety that, tips. Yeah. Of, that's awesome. When it becomes legal, here's the tip. Here's the top ten facts you need to know. Attached to these Dorito bags, and they're just handing them out. Safely smoke. Safely smoke. What was the? So I, I'm curious. Government what, endorsements, right remember, there. Yeah, I'm curious beautiful. what the tips were, though. God, were if we they... had an intern, they would be looking them up right now, <laughs> so that we could figure out what those top ten tips I were. Can. Wow, you Jeez. are an ass. You could ask instead of being like. <laughs> Mike's a little Jeez. passive aggressive today because you know reasons. I, I've, I've got I've got some anger issues to work work through. I think you need to drink more. Because really if we had a real intern, just be looking know, up where to buy the buy the for a washer. Drinking yeah. is a very viable option <laughs> to doing such things. Well, my fear is if I start drinking, I'm going to go get that fancy side loading washer that costs oh, twelve hundred dollars. No, I need to, I need to go get the, the economically yeah. feasible. Get, get the one right in the center. Right. Please buy one where you have to actually uh, you know borrow and go into debt for because that's always worth it when it comes to appliances. No, it, it, it's. <laughs> one of those things like whenever you shop for something like that i i don't know about you guys but i i yeah. tend to like find like you go online you kind of you know read articles and you, you search for like the best yeah and then you go okay that's the best what's the worst and then i go find the worst and then i find the one right in the center and that's the one i go for. so mike have we moved on or do you want to hear the do's no, and don'ts still no we were just we were oh, oh, we were just killing time awesome, waiting for those awesome. do's and don'ts yeah do's and don'ts so don't don't drive all high don't use pot in public. Um, but I thought these were safety concerns. Well, yeah, those don't those sound like safe. safety concerns um, And then to they me. have, like, the Jews. Do listen to Dark Side of the Moon at a reasonable volume. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I thought they were going to be a bunch of bullshit ones. Like, uh, you know, don't don't try other drugs because pot is a stepping stone drug. Be careful with that. No, no. And it's, it's, like, it's drug. like That's it's right. Like, to Doritos. They have, a step, they have a step that says rocket. And, yeah, like... To shitty carpentry. That's what it is. <laughs> Do listen to Pink Floyd Dark Side. That is fucking awesome, man. I have just gained a huge amount of respect for the Seattle police. Yeah, that's, 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 awesome. a, that's a good PR yeah. movement. Whoever was in charge of that. That's that's a win-win. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, good that for them. Good. You know, as much as we've been, especially lately, yeah. with cops shooting people all over our country for no good fucking reason, uh, you know, it's it's nice to hear that at least somewhere that cops have a sense of humor and and that they, yeah. you know, they're out there to do something more than just hunt people down. Capitol Hill SPD. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, <laughs> those guys are good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, they didn't wow. they didn't take away my drink when they told me to go away from Dicks because there was something going on there. Right. So. Whoa. 
go I, away I, from I, the I, Of course, in classic Jeff, I carried my beer out of the, the Elysian. <laughs> and I'm walking. We were like, uh, it was me and Nick. And we're, hey, let's go get some dicks. So I'm carrying. He's like, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. I can't believe you're doing that. Like, okay, yeah, it's the same line I've heard many times. I'm still drinking it. Um, and uh, I carry my beer all the way down to Dick's, and the cop the cop approaches us as we get close to Dick's, and he's like, you guys can't go there. And I'm like, oh, okay, as I hold my beer in front of me. Okay, we'll go other places. <laughs> something was going down at Dick's. So. Do you think he just didn't notice, or do you think he noticed and I just think it shit didn't was matter? Going down yeah, so he, he didn't, didn't give a shit. shit yeah, okay. he didn't notice because of that. Oh, okay, so. right, right, right. So. <laughs> no, it was the tie that Jeff was wearing. You know, the tie and the smile. Between the just, tie and the smile, you can get away with I'm anything. thinking of Jeff's, you know, constantly lecturing you about, you just have to have confidence, man. you got to be dressed like a white guy. you got to be... <laughs> you, you, you put on a suit, people listen. Yeah. And it's funny. And, and also, you know, he just needs to fucking smile. Every time he takes a picture in a restaurant, I know. I saw that. Motherfucker like, looks miserable. <laughs> he was showing off his shaved face on Facebook. I'm like, wow, Mike looks so miserable. What the fuck is going on? I got resting bitch face. What do you want from me? <laughs> he does. Actually, I think he has from, really good resting. I bitch think for men, isn't isn't it resting asshole face according to whatever? No, 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 Mike. You have resting, not in the mood for this bullshit face. Yeah, that's right. what you got. Unamused. <laughs> Yeah, Mike has but, uh, such a beautiful smile too, but yeah. he just won't do it in photos. I don't know why. Well, it's because I'm always taking my own photo. Nobody ever pictures, you know. Nobody ever takes a picture of me. It's you know, if there's a photo of me, I've taken it. Yeah, but oh, we got beer. So what did you? Speaking of beer, what did you guys think? We didn't rate the we first had. one, the Boneyard and Three uh, Floyds collaboration. Four. Oh, that's a solid four. Yeah. That's I, a yeah, solid I, four. I give four it a three. I give it a three. It's a Maybach lager. What did you guys think of the right. Black Raven, uh, whatever this is, the uh, ale? A, two, two and a half. Shit. It's fair, two and a half. That's a hell really? of a lager. Yeah. I'm Sorry, going... this lager is 7.3%. What? Yikes. <laughs> Where's that one from? Alcohol land, apparently. Joseph's Brow. Joseph's Brow <laughs> Brewing, San Jose, California. Holy shit, this is a good beer. So I'm going to try this. Is that, is that poured? Yeah. Holy shit, that's not a lager. That's that's an ale. Nah. Oh, look at me with the Rick head. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. You know, I've been ah, there before, and I'd I have to bottle. say he gives a little bit better head than that. Yeah, <laughs> much bigger. Beer and I got another sure. one. So this is the Joseph's, Joseph's Brow Spring Prost. German. If this My was lager. style lager. Wow. If this was lager, like I would be drinking lager a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really good beer. This is like a 3.5. Yeah, I was going to say I'd, I'd give it about it's three. It's pretty sweet for a lager, too. Yeah. Which I like because I like sweet beers. So, yay. I mean, it does have the lager kind of taste to it, but it's not overwhelming like most like lagers. You know, I don't taste any ass in this like most lagers. You know, most lagers, you know, you, you put it in and, you know, there's an ass. Whenever you brew a lager, it's hops, barley, and ass. As long as you have the right <laughs> asshole, you can brew it. Well, it yeah. says right here, thirty percent less ass. <laughs> less than your other leading brand. <laughs> we have thirty percent less ass than your other leading brand. Yeah, this is we're my box style lager. I don't, I don't pour a, a lager into my glass lightly, hmm. but this lightly. isn't bad. This isn't. No, bad. I do it with with anger, speed, and efficiency. This was um, mine. You took it from me. <laughs> Sorry. You're stealing beer from the I'm just very, What the I'm fuck's just wrong with inquisitive. you? I'm just very inquisitive. You know, you got we got to we got to fucking play D and D in a little bit. So yeah. Yeah. respect the intern, Rick. Yeah. Oh, this is coming from this asshole. I respect the fucking intern. <laughs> Whoa. 
whoa now I'm feeling some hostilities sometimes I don't know um, if that intern's a good idea or a bad idea but I know I keep eating shit at home you know to, to this when that? somebody listens to the podcast I'm, yeah. I'm always getting comments about why do you treat the intern so bad <laughs> because they're because a they're intern. fucking intern you're supposed to do that you're supposed to wipe the floor with them that's, that's how that works and that's my response every time but still I'm the bad guy I, I don't get what it is you know <laughs> I'm just so likable sorry yeah. Yeah, you're messing up this whole intern. Concept. So you guys have got D and D coming up, so maybe we should wrap this podcast. Yay, D and D. Number fifty is gonna be less than an hour. It should be, well Yeah. I, you know, let's call this forty nine and a half because I still want to do the tap trail for fifty. I do too, but yeah. I'm trying to figure out how we can do it without me having to set up all the equipment and break it all back down every single time because I guarantee yeah. you by the time we get to the fourth site. I'm well, not going to be no, doing I, that anymore. Here, here, I think I'm going to plug this in here. Right. You can teach me how to talk. do that, and then I can set it up and be DD for everybody. Yeah, well, we that's can. what interns do. She's going to be designated driver. She's going to tap. Mm-hmm. She's going to be DD. Oh, and, the tap trail. Yeah, and she wants to learn how to run the mixer, which is kind of a fair trade off for an intern, right? I mean, the intern's yeah. trying to gain some skills out of this. Yay, learning. <laughs> It, 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 it might be fair. Podcast, and we're going to lose our intern. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of uh, I'll having. I'll make sure it's beer related, and I'll compete. Having an intern, where we're actually trying to as teach as them to something on, right. okay. on a <laughs> podcast like this. What are we trying to teach an intern on a podcast like this? Um, how to be an alcoholic? Yeah. <laughs> how to how to research oh, things the, in a hurry? That does not take much practice. It just takes. Uh, it's like working out. You just have yeah. to work out. It's got to be consistent. You, you got to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a skill in the That's end. That's right. It's like hunting. It's not really a sport. It's a skill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A- advertising and promotion is yeah. something that intern can I learn. Can do that. There we go. Uh, and uh, you know, I mean, there's a whole bevy of things I think if somebody can learn from this whole thing. You know, I mean, if I see my numbers going up, I know my intern's going to doing a good job, and the numbers have been pretty solid. So yeah. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Did you delve deeper into the numbers? Has anyone yeah. done that? Did we dig deeper into them? No. Yeah. We should really be talking about this on the podcast. I know. But whatever. <laughs> We're getting ready to wrap it up. Uh, anyway. I hear These guys the, are attention whores, basically. I hear the, I hear the ending theme music. <laughs> to us, Final thoughts, intern. Final thoughts, intern. Beer is good. Um, Jurassic Park is out. And SPD did a really good PR job. And this beer is good. Yeah. Did I say that again? Mm. Beer is good. Beer is good. This, uh, yeah, this lager is amazing. And my final thoughts are... I know, it's a um, lager. Who knew? America's Taste of Beer still sucks. It's my box. Mike? <laughs> Mike uh, Mike's going to go out with this. Neighbors, curb your fucking dog. <laughs> Whoa. Curb wow, that was, your fucking dog. That was out of left field. Do you want to take a moment and explain what that is? Well, but we're just we're circling back to neighbors who are kind of out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it being gotcha. summertime, everybody's got their windows open because here in the Northwest, very few of us have AC. Yeah. Because you know you don't need it for two weeks. You know, two weeks of the year it's going to be hot. So everybody's got their windows open, and I've got a fucking dog barking directly into my window for twenty minutes. At least your neighbor doesn't <laughs> let your dog their dog shit in your yard. Uh, they used to, but not uh, these neighbors are a little bit better. They just throw, the barking. Throw the dog some dark chocolate. No, I just. No. I, I, Rick, be nice. I had a handful of spam and I went outside and I, I'm sorry. I offered it to the I dog just, trying to make friends. He he didn't appreciate it and kept on barking. So I just yeah. got Peanut him to butter. bark more. And Peanut then, butter. And then all the neighbors, all the neighborhood dogs go. were barking and then somebody realized their dog was barking and they shut it the fuck up. You get some uh, creamy peanut butter and all the dog will do is. For like 35 minutes. Be good. I'm sorry. Good. I like I like my plan better. But anyway, Jeff, final thoughts. What? I, you know what? Um, 
I I finally finished Sense Eight, and I think you should all watch it because it's, oh, it's so on my watch fucking. List. No, you need to skip yeah. all the list and just go right to it. Okay. It is fucking amazing. Yeah. It is incredibly amazing. And people need to get out there and watch it. I really want people to watch it because I really want a second season. I I don't know how well it's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the Netflix stuff does pretty well. Everyone's been Netflix. raving about it for the Seems last like week it. since it's been out. But, well, really? apparently the professional reviews have been really bad. Well, but the professionals don't always have know. Been liking it, so. Well, I need lube or Kleenex. Which one? Um, well, <laughs> a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. That's my kind of show. Do you do you remember Martha Jones, right? <laughs> yes. Would you like to see her completely naked and um, uh, with a strap on, having sex with her uh, uh, trans partner? Did we get to see lips? Uh, no. Close enough. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm picturing Mike jerking off while crying. Is that yes, is that you see a very uh, pleasant uh, uh, German penis and uh, uh, lots of tits and ass. And there's a there's a group sex scene that's actually kind of nice. But other than that, it's an amazing show. On my to watch list immediately. It is. And yes, I think you would enjoy it. I think uh, you would enjoy it. That's I my kind of you, character development. I don't know if you'd like it so much, but I would I would be curious to hear I your opinion. I probably would love that. I'll I'll um, I'll the check out a couple episodes and before tits the and next. Ass. I'm in. Yeah, Either absolutely. Way you swing. It's, it's 12 episodes. It's amazing. And uh, it's, yes. it's pretty cool. I know it sounded interesting based on your exp- explanation last time about people being able to borrow each other's cock skills. skills. They've actually cock. feel and everything. So. <laughs> Mike, you really need to be a writer on that show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm available. And with that, I guess we're going to say uh, good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Even though good it's night, morning. Dave. Good night, Dave. I tried listening to Insane Clown Posse once. It was very educational. Finally, I know how motherfucking magnets work. I think. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson as well as our favorite intern, Brianna. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Well, next time I'll have a new password when you guys come over again. That'll oh, be fun. Nice. But I'll just make it a sentence of some sort. Oh, good. All good boys love crack. <laughs> All kinds of crack, too. Wow. Do we have a number That's... two beer? Do we? I don't understand. What's going to be the password? I'll, I'll make a run for a number two beer in a few minutes. I mean, What's this one? What is this that you just Oh, poured? yeah, the beer shrine opens in like 10 minutes. The, the go-to beer shrine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's going to be my password. Semen is my secret ingredient. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that was good. You just didn't say it loud enough, see? You gotta say it loud enough. It is currently 15 degrees. You can. Yeah, it's more than that. This this weather thing, this weather app I have on here is a piece of shit. It's always like four degrees less than anything. It's, it's the most depressing app. It's like prepare for the worst. According to this, it's already 71. Just prepare but. for the worst. That, yeah, that'd be awesome to have a weather app that was just basically, it was always negative. Oh, 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 oh. Ah. There you go. You got more. Don't break the if you stuff. need to pull it over there. Like, the weather's nice now, but just wait till <laughs> just, later. Just wait a minute. Jesus, it always it always gets to be overcast. Uh, I, yeah, we, maybe we should invent that app. Instead of, instead of like, partly cloudy and stuff, you just put in, like, you know, slightly shitty. We could have Eeyore as our icon. There actually, there actually is one of those. There's a weather app. I was looking through them because I got new toys. And there is a weather app that's, like, fucking awful and fucking cloudy and shitty-ass rain and fucking-ass cold and... Holy fuck, it's sunny outside. Don't like, look directly into the sun. Yeah, like it's. it's... Look up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to cook? Well, I guess we're not having that other stuff. I know, it really say. Let me save you the trip to the window. Tell you exactly <laughs> yeah. what the weather's like. Really? But you are definitely loud enough, so it's okay. Am I loud enough? You are. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I was like, is that really a question? Now you, now She'll talk. Like what? That? You know, the pillow over his head is usually the indicator that he's loud enough, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? Come on, the neighbors can hear you. <laughs> it's funny. I uh, When I lived in Southern Oregon, I lived with a girlfriend, and every time we had sex, the uh, neighbor would vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you would start, and this is back when, you know, I was 1920, so it was mini. And then we would finish, and they were like, from the neighbor. You know what it was, right? They had that little textured ceiling, and every time you guys started, the little pieces start falling off. Oh, no, this is the woman literally next door to us. Yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't the one upper. Wow, you were really going at it. No, no. I'll I'll tell you what it is in a minute here. I don't think she was really using a vacuum. I think the machine she was was using just just sounded like a vacuum. Right. Oh, Oh, I thought you were saying she was like really prudish and didn't want to hear. No, she she would. Now she's going to vacuum. No, she would. She would kick on the vacuum cleaner and then turn on. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't want to hear anybody to hear this. Most vacuum cleaners come with an attachment. Right. You can do that. I I I I hate loud neighbors, and I got um. I remember uh, one of the first. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> one of the first apartments Deanne and I had. We had these. Can I interrupt you, Rick? Loud. Sure, Can, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. His mother was a whore. His father a horse. Born the result of some freak show. Sworn to avenge this cruel twist of fate. His mother a whore. His father a horse. Born to the result of some freak show. Pulsating steel protrudes from his thighs. She who spreads is she who dies. Long as my arm and five times as thick, she'll die at the end of my iron dick. Mechaleka high. Mechaleka hiney ho. I'm hoping Jeff's got some improv now so we can go, go, go. Yep. 